everybody, welcome to week four of the Power Rankings for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. This week, we had a very, very special weekend as it was the one and only J.O.'s Bachelor Party down in Austin. It was a hell of a time. We drank hella fireball, hella vodka, hella tequila, hella beer. You name it, we had it. But most importantly, we had a good time. And that being said, we'll get into the power rankings for this week. And of course, J.O. put up a monster week. Last year, he gets engaged. He wins the league. This year, we're at his bachelor party. He puts up 170 points. 170 points. But it wasn't enough this week. As Crestner had the high point this week at 187.5, he now has two, two high scores out of our three weeks so far. Um, but we'll go ahead. We'll get into the power rankings. At number 10, no shocker here, we have Brett's team. Your team sucks. And that's all we're going to say about your team until you get a win. Uh, that's pretty much it. At number 9, we have Mendo's team. You lost a barn burner this week. 0.1 point loss. You almost had it. The Bears D was right there. They did everything to keep you in it. And it just wasn't enough. You get knocked down to 0-3. And I'm actually starting to think that maybe my power rankings are a curse. This is now our week four power rankings. So far, there's been three previous power rankings who ranked Mendo 1, Kressner 1 the second week, and myself the third week, all of which every person has lost. So maybe getting that top spot isn't very good. But we'll see. But Mendo, you weren't good enough this week. You lost by one yard to Brad's team. At number eight... We have Jeff's team. Now, Jeff, I'm probably going to get a lot of feedback from you here because you had the biggest win you've probably ever had in this league. You beat Colin. You didn't trade with him this year. And you finally slayed the dragon and beat him. But I am just not convinced that those tackles aren't going to change yet until we pass that seven-day window. Colin's email to ESPN was one of the funniest things I've actually ever read. So I'm actually not convinced that there might not be a score change. So I'm just, I'm keeping you here at eight, kind of expecting it to happen, knowing your luck in this league and how things have gone with you in the tackle points. So maybe we got rated a little bit higher, but I'm, I'm just not convinced that it's not going to happen yet. So keep your eye out. For the next like four days and keep sweating it every time somebody posts in the chat that uh, check the scoreboard uh, because I fear as if that score could possibly change. At number seven, we have Reese's team. Now, Reese, you're actually one of the few teams here that's one and two. So Jeff was two and one, but you're one and two. I ranked you one spot ahead of him because I am just, I'm all over this now is that. Patrick Mahomes is by far and away the best asset you can have in fantasy football. 
He is by far and away giving you a major advantage every week, putting up consistent QB1 numbers. You don't have to worry about him. And our guy, David Montgomery, is finally starting to see some more carries. I just don't trust Matt Nagy. I'm, I'm getting really fed up with him. But, you know, Montgomery started to look really, really nice. Um, obviously, Kelsey is dominating from the tight end spot. And now Nicole Hardman is putting up monster numbers, too. Because of the injury to Tyree Kill, you get Tyree Kill back. Um, you're still looking for that elusive running back. I still think you need to make a move for a running back. But I think by having Patrick Mahomes, you're going to find yourself in a really good spot each and every single week. Now you have a lot of stock in the Chiefs and Bears offense, as it was mentioned in the preseason power rankings. But I just, I like this team. This team is just much better than um, what I originally thought it was going to be. And a lot of it just has to come down to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They have been by far and away the the best team in football. Um, at number six, we have Mayhan's team. And Mayhan, I know you're going to instantly post in the group chat that your team's just not getting any love. I mean, you walked away this week with a one-yard win, my man. One-yard win. The Bears D almost had it. But a win's a win, and you're two and one. But when we start looking at the standings here, you're good for sixth amount of points forced. So I don't know. I'm just I'm not I'm not quite sold yet on your team. I know I'm gonna hear some pushback on it, but you're one yard away from a loss. Now Aaron Jones looks good, and you do have a ton of young wide receivers as you as you've mentioned multiple times. But just because you've got a lot of good guys, that doesn't necessarily mean a lot. Like. I think you're at a hard time figuring out which young wide, which young wide receiver that you have is going to have a good week for you. So I think that's going to pose some problems. But yes, I do see the promise in D- DK Metcalf, DJ Shark, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Mike Gallup when he comes back from injury. So there's definitely a lot of promise here. But it's going to be hard to figure out which diamond in the rough to choose each and every single week. At number five, we have myself. Now, I took a loss this week, my first loss of the season. I dropped four spots in the power rankings this week, but my team had 116.4 points. I was good for fifth in the league, and I was only point six. I was only six yards away from coming in fourth to Reese's team. So my team still had a good week. I just happened to go into a really formidable foe in J.O. and have it be his bachelor weekend knowing I was just going to get my ass kicked because of good juju. I mean, he had 170 points. Only person I would have beat him this week was Kressner's team. So, you know, but my team does drop some spots here. I'm not really sold on my team yet. You know, I did have a huge week out of Philip Lindsay, and that ended up being a really good trade for me, being able to get Delaney Walker and Philip Lindsay for Carlos Hyde. I have two top end wide receivers, but you know the loss to Drew Brees really hurts Mike Thomas's stock. The Browns' offense with Baker Mayfield hasn't looked good, um, but my guy Larry Fitz looks amazing. I guess that's what's important. And Lamar Jackson looks like to be like the second most valuable asset in fantasy right now. So I mean, it's good to have those things, but I mean, I'm not really getting any production out of Damian Williams and Stephon Diggs, and I just have a lot of like 
meh guys. And, you know, Devin Singletary was looking to be like a really good running back too. Then he got hurt. What's his status moving forward? How many carries is Frank old ass Gore going to get each and every single week? It just feels like it's never going to stop. So I don't know how important Devin Singletary is going to be moving forward. At number four, we have Jake's team. Now, instantly, Jake, I wanted to take your team and move you way down. I mean, you took the biggest loss this week in losing Saquon Barkley. That is just an absolutely brutal loss. You lose the thigh man himself. And how do you replace him is going to be the question. Now, Josh Jacobs, he lost a lot of weight in the last week due to some sort of sickness. So how's he going to do moving forward? But you still have LaShawn McCoy, and now he's kind of banged up. But that's a definite option for an RB2 spot. Austin Eckler has looked like an RB1 with the amount of points that he's been able to put up on a week-to-week basis. Um, Darren Waller, I mean, he might end up finishing as a top-five tight end on the season. Um, Julian Edelman uh, looks to be okay after his injury scare. No Antonio Brown. That's just more target share back to him. And then Keenan Allen. Guys, I think I'm ready to toss out the label on him. I mean, he he looks like he could be wide receiver one this season. He is getting 36% of the target share for Los Angeles right now. 36%. Phillip Rivers is looking to him every single play. He's dominating his matchups. He looks healthy, and he looks like wide receiver number one right now. I mean, he's tracking to be that. Obviously, things happen throughout the season, but he's definitely a guy that I am really high on now. He's He just looks incredible. So, Jake, it's how do you manage your team with Saquon Barkley? How bad is that injury, and how does it affect you? I still think you're looking for a quarterback, but generally speaking, you tend to make really good, solid moves. So being at two and one, I wanted to honor your spot here at four. I mean, even with Barkley getting hurt and Josh Jacobs being out this week, you still put up 136 points. So, I mean, this is definitely a team I still trust, especially with the type of bench you have, you know, with Howard, McCoy, Jeffrey, and Robinson, and even Disley. I mean, you have some really good, solid options there uh, on your bench as well. Um, at three, we have the bachelor himself. The bachelor himself scored 170 points this week. I mean, I know that the bachelor party itself was probably the highlight of the weekend, you know, being with, you know, 15 of your closest friends, but you know what? I always feel like getting to win in this league probably feels just as good. I mean, getting a win in this league is like the toughest thing. I mean, we're through three weeks right now. We have seven teams at two and one, one team at one and two, and two teams at 0 and three. But I mean, that's just how this league is. I mean, every single year, no matter what happens, I mean, it's death taxes in this league being tight as shit. I mean, even for Brett and Mendo, you guys aren't even remotely out of it. I mean, you guys are two games out of first place right now. I mean, a win this week and you could potentially be, you know, a game and a half out. I mean, it's crazy how close this league is. But you put up 170 points this week. Mike Evans, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott all came up huge for you. I mean, people were doubting Mike Evans and starting to ride the Chris Godwin train. Um, I mean, Mike Evans came out and proved exactly why that's not the case. 
He's dominant for five seasons. He's got a thousand yards. I know I was sour on him for first five years of his career, and it took five years of one thousand yards for me to finally say he's good. Um, yet guys like Kirk Cousins can have one good game in prime time, and I'll you know I'll be back on him. But hey, you know what? We all have our have our things. At number two, we have Colin this week, and Colin, I wanted to put you at one this week. That email to ESPN as I mentioned earlier, was one of the funniest things I have ever read. <laughs> I was literally cracking up reading that thing. I mean, that, that could go, that could be framed on a wall. And if it gets, if this gets overturned, which I still think it might happen, I am putting that on a t-shirt and wearing it to the draft forever. Cause that was just so good. But as it stands right now, you still took a loss. You're still 2-1. You're still one of the top guys in the league. Winston, Chubb, Elliott, they had big weeks for you. Um, but it wasn't enough. I mean, your team still is just so solid. We know what you do in this league. Um, you're good for fifth in points forced right now. Sitting at 2-1 and one is definitely a dangerous spot for you. Um, you know, really any spot for you is dangerous. So, you know, I had to honor you here at 2, but... When it comes down to it, the number one team is Kressner's team. I mean, this team just looks so good. 187.5 points this week. This is the second time that you have now reached the number one spot in the power rankings. Now, maybe it's a curse. Maybe Mendo's right. Getting ranked high in this thing's a curse. I mean, the last three people to rank one immediately took a loss that week. So maybe it's not a good thing. But, I mean, as it stands, this is one of the most dominant teams there is. Kamara, Cook, Mack, Ingram, Cooper, Watson. I mean, you're talking about all guys that are going to – that could finish top five at their position. And, you know, just filling out that wide receiver two spot, you have plenty of great options. Tyrell, eh, Ridley. Yeah, Tyrell – Calvin Ridley, I like both of them. I don't really like I don't really like Corey Davis. I'm not not a Corey Davis guy. I think he's super talented and not on a different team. He's probably a really, really good wide receiver, but as it stands with the Titans, he's just he's just not that good. Mariota sucks. He's one of the bottom five quarterbacks when he's really not good. But you still have other good options in Chris Thompson as well. Um I just like this team a lot, man. 187 and a half points is just an absolute haymaker throw this week you know i dropped you down to three last week in power rankings and to put up a performance like this definitely brings you back at top you're sitting at two and one most points scored in the league you had to be number one but that will do it for the week four power rankings um as always appreciate you guys appreciate the man the myth the legend jo himself man to another great week in the league of extraordinary gentlemen Thank you guys and talk to you soon.